0: It's the year 20 squared. An unknown virus threatens our very way of life. As it spreads across the globe, it leaves turmoil and economic destruction in its wake. The world governments begin closing borders and quarantining its citizens. Anyone without a job that is deemed essential must stay at home to prevent further spread of the virus. But for some people, the signal never stops. And there are still video games to be played. Lit Gaming Arena presents, Terminal News. Welcome, welcome to Terminal News, the only podcast where we talk about the minuscule amount of news that we have uh, in this kind of weird time uh, for video game news, but we're here for it. I'm Justin, I'm joined by my co-host and guest and number one fan, as always, Marcus. What up? He's, uh... He's everything he's everything that a fan should be of the podcast. (laughs) He listens to every episode And uh, and he records on every episode (laughs) 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 Uh, But yeah, so we're, we're gonna talk about some video game news. We don't have a ton of news because Our last time we recorded it was later than we normally record. So we covered more news even though there wasn't really more news to cover and the time period between them was less so now there's kind of less stuff that's happened but even then not much has happened there is just a few things but yes so we'll we'll, uh, we'll jump right into that so uh, first thing is that there's a uh, there's there's new Nintendo switch firmware that they kind of they added some new stuff to the firmware for the switch which I mean does that happen often with Nintendo stuff or
1: not too too often
0: so there's a let's see we have a change log here, so some of the notable things is that uh, they, they they added the they added the Nintendo switch online like button to the home menu. Um, I guess that's not huge, but I mean, it is a change um, another new feature is that it uh, automatically downloads backed up save data. Uh, that was added to the safe data cloud. So you won't have to do that manually uh, as long as you enable it. So you have to, you have to go in and manually enable it and then it will, then it will download your data automatically. And then they added a trending feature to the user page. Um, but one of the biggest things I think here is, um, or a couple of the news things, uh, transferring screenshots and videos uh, from your albums To your phone or I guess tablet. So there's uh, basically you can transfer a maximum of screenshots and one video capture at once. You have to use your uh, smartphone to scan the QR code displayed on the switch screen and then I just I assume then it transfers over Wi-Fi is what it sounds like. Which that's cool. I don't know what the process was for getting images off the switch before that. I imagine it was a lot more cumbersome than that <laughs> being a switch and everything. That's one thing I've always enjoyed about the Xbox app in this this last couple of years is whenever I take a screenshot or a video um on Xbox, it automatically posts to my like my gamer tag, my gamer feed. And then when I open up the Xbox app, it shows all the stuff that's on my feed and I can just download it, download it directly to my phone. And then from there, I can get it on my PC if I need to. But I use my phone for everything. So uh, that's the easiest for me. And that's kind of like where when I get like a short video off of Xbox, that's my process. And I think Sony has a similar thing as well. But I have not used my PS4 in a while. But Nintendo, they're, they're slowly, they're slowly getting there. They're getting there. <laughs> um, and well, actually, so now I guess with the, um, with this update, you can directly copy videos and, sc- and screenshots to your PC. You can directly connect your PC via USB cable. Um, so you can just take your USB-C cable connected to your computer and, uh, there will be a, a feature that you can just transfer your stuff to your PC. So there you go. There's uh, one one easier thing to do, um, which probably probably will lead to more. It'll probably lead to more people um hacking their switches and putting downloading downloading games to their switch via directly via via USB rather than the uh, micro SD card. Um. And the only thing other than that really was that you can now select what stuff, what downloads are prioritize. So those are kind of, that's a quick rundown of the new Nintendo Switch firmware. And now we move on to the PlayStation 5. So people are getting confused about the other storage um, on the PlayStation 5. There's like, um, when you look at your storage, there's a category known as other storage. Um and it's like it's taking potentially up to like a hundred gigs. It's stealing away your space for video games. How's that how's that make you feel, Marcus?
1: Oh, I don't I don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll deal with it. I'll I'll install two copies of Modern Warfare and and be done with it. <laughs> uh so the quick the the rundown here is that there's there's 825 gigabytes of SSD storage that's listed on the box. You can only use 667.2 um, how you please, um, and then that 667 gigabytes is broken down into four categories. Three of those is games, apps, and media gallery, and uh, save data, or games and apps, media gallery, and save data. So games and apps are in the same category, and then there's other um so the official the official stance or the officially what what the the other is for is system data needed for games and apps to work properly um how much space is it takes up is depending on what your console or how your console is being used um so i i don't know what that means (laughs) Like what what would you use what would i guess what well, what what could you possibly? How would you use any your console differently that would cause it to other to m- take up more space? That's I, that I is strange. Have no idea. That is fucking weird. Um, so when you download new games, the other goes up. You delete those games, and it goes down. Moving games to an external storage device makes it go down too. Um, and then. The only the, the, the Sony rep that Kotaku has been contacting just says that they're looking into it. Um, looking
1: into what all this means. What this other was, means.
0: What does it? What does it mean? This is a mystery to even us. This is new SSD tech. We could be tearing holes in space time with this. This other. It's like the it's like the other, but it's other. <laughs> um, so downloading PlayStation Four games also causes other to grow. Um. In Kotaku's testing, backwards compatible PS4 games used up more space and other than native PlayStation 5 games do. Um, And then that was in addition to the space they took in games and apps. PlayStation 4 games uh, apparently demand anywhere from 15 to 25% extra storage space and other beyond what's listed on paper as the official. (laughs) so uh, God of War which is a 45 gigabyte PlayStation 4 game caused other storage to go up by nine gigabytes Mm. Um, so like you're already so you're already you're spending four gigs on or 45 gigs on the game and then there's an additional nine gigs on top of that (laughs) being being taken up by other it's consuming the drive uh, moving a sixty-one gigabyte PlayStation Four game Doom Eternal from an external hard drive to the PlayStation 5's internal solid-state drive increases the other line by twelve gigs. 12 deleting gigs. Marvel's yeah, deleting Marvel's Avengers sixty-one gigabytes, uh, shrunk, shrinks other by eleven gigs, and deleting the seventy-five gigabyte PlayStation Four game Ghost Recon Breakpoint. The other field shrunk by fifteen gigs, man. (laughs) So that's ninety gigs total for Ghost Recon Breakpoint. For it's a PlayStation Four game. (laughs) Why do they need all the gigs? Um, Yeah, that's crazy. Um, And then the
1: weird stuff with like at least this happened to me and many others with miles. So when I had Spider-Man Miles, it you if you buy like the PS5 version or whatever, you get yeah. both versions of the game. It installed both versions.
0: Yeah, I was hearing that, installed both versions, but then it doesn't does it? Does it when you're looking at it on your screen, does it tell you which is which when you like at a glance, can you easily tell or is it just say does it just say Spider-Man Miles Morales twice? I I don't know. <laughs>
1: It's fucking, I, I just know up. some people were accidentally launching the ps4 version
0: oh wow those those poor bastards no <laughs> well, it's just yeah weird. I know. and that being yeah.
1: said the uh which I guess this is just for trophy hunter type people but the the trophies aren't like shared so you can platinum that game twice oh really yeah <laughs> Double, which is double the same platinum with, on one game. Yeah, I know I mentioned this. It's the same with those, with regular Spider-Man, like to Spider-Man Remastered. Yeah, But those at least wow. have two different names. But you yeah. can, the weirder thing with that is Spider-Man Remastered, which it may work with Miles. I'm not really sure. But if you transfer your save from the PS4 copy to the Remastered and you already had the platinum, it'll just give you free platinum. Oh, it'll, just, it'll sit there and give you all 50 trophies <laughs> what yeah he'll wow. just pop them all at once Um, which is kind of weird like I haven't weird. done this because I don't have remastered but my friend did that and then uh, and this involving Miles that I think with Miles it would work the same but I think it's a one way transfer from the PS4 to the PS5 no. I don't think you can go from PS5 to PS4 so my friend, who's now platinumed it twice, I don't. I think when he did it, I think he had to replay, which still doesn't take that long. But he replayed from the beginning of the PS4 copy, just on his yeah. PS5. But yeah, I, th- I think if he had done the PS4 first, I think he could have saved transferred and oh, shit. quote unquote save time. If yeah. that's really <laughs> what you're worried about.
0: Um. So I guess the bottom line with this uh, this weird other storage is that um, Kotaku says, what does this mean for you? If you have a PlayStation five short of deleting every single game from your SSD, obviously not ideal. How do you reduce your other storage to a manageable level? Uh, You just, you just, uh, I don't know. (laughs) You you just gotta, you just gotta add external storage. (laughs) That's all you can do. (laughs) Save all your PlayStation four games externally. That's, I mean, and those are the only games you can store externally. You can't do that with the PlayStation 5. They don't have any external stuff uh, yet. I don't know when they will or if, because I know it's they don't have that fancy port on the back of the console like the Xbox has, but who knows? Who knows what the PlayStation 5 will do? Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much all you can do. <laughs> I st- it still blows my mind that, I I know costs are a factor. Nobody wants a console that costs more than 500 bucks, but one terabyte just doesn't seem like enough. And like not in, especially when it's like not even a full terabyte.
1: Yeah. it's like, technically the system markets itself as having an 825 gigabyte.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like not even, not even close to a full terabyte, but then like you have 200 gigs take like song off of that. And you're left with like, a, essentially a 500 gig hard drive and uh, I don't know like even with my even with my Xbox One X's one terabyte drive like I'm always like I don't have an external so I'm always deleting stuff in order to make room for new games I'm gonna play well, so, especially
1: when it comes to game pass
0: ugh, yeah I mean cause everything is there's no I mean not not that it matters like even if you buy a disc it installs it to the drive anyway but yeah like I'm just every other week or so I ended up like look, looking at game pass and going through the recently added and say, Oh, I want to add this. So I'll add this. And then I, I go through my game Pass or my, my library and be like, Oh, I think I'm done playing that now so I can delete it. And, but then there's like, there's like my, my standard games that I just never delete like rocket league and um, some other stuff. I I, I, just, I always got, I always have certain games installed. Like halo takes up a lot of fucking space <laughs> it's <laughs> um but yeah there's there's always going to be like your are you're tried and true i still i think i still have demons tilt installed and that's not really a big game in the slightest bit so i don't that's not what i worry about but i still want to beat my high score in demons tilt so <laughs> i gotta i want to get back into that maybe maybe over the holidays i'll get back into demons tilt who knows but
1: um you know that's getting removed from game pass right
0: oh shit is it oh no well rip i guess i'm gonna i <laughs> guess i'm gonna remove it yeah it's weird. usually i get a usually the xbox game pass app sends me a notification when they're when they're gonna have stuff being removed and then i make a twitter post about it but i guess i get that one this time
1: yeah it was pretty sad but i already own it on switch so it wasn't well, a huge deal but
0: i think there was one other game they did that where i ended up buying it for the cheaper price because i didn't want to lose it i can't remember what game it was already though but i might that with demons tilt to keep it on my xbox demons tilt is worth it obviously it's really good i like it uh the one thing i don't like i mean and this is a total aside and not news related the one thing i don't like about like when games get removed from game pass is that you don't if you leave them on your if you don't like proactively uninstall them when you see that they're not going to be on game pass anymore then you're like they still exist on your library but then it like asks you oh you don't own the game when you go to launch it so like i i went through um my library the last time i went through my library i think i deleted like five or six games that were once on game pass but weren't anymore because like they were just there and they're just eating up space but like there's no there's no way of knowing that they weren't on game pass from my library uh screen
1: yeah i think they're they either just added or they're adding a tag so it won't have the game pass tag on it if it's no longer a game Pass. well even if you have it installed
0: well yeah that's the thing like it does like it does say game Pass. like when you have a game that's on game pass it does say game pass on it on that icon but then when it comes off of game pass all it does is it just takes that game pass tag off so then you still don't know like oh do i own this game or was it game pass i don't know i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's just sitting on my library i see the icon i don't know if it was on game pass and got removed or if i own it that's <laughs> the problem is there's no you won't know this should like highlight it, it. <laughs> yeah you don't know until you try to launch it they should like highlight it red or something but like like you know like if our, if you launch like an app or something that on a pc and it tries to find a file or something and it's just like this file is red because we can't find the files they should do something like that it's just like highlight it red and be like this you don't own this and it's not on game pass anymore do something about it <laughs> they should tell you but i don't
1: know nah, that's not what they're about
0: yeah, they just, they want you to buy it. They want you to. They want you to have the FOMO. The, what's gonna because you go to launch it and you think you still have it. And you're like, oh, well, I really wanted to play this. Like, oh, okay, I guess I'll buy it. And then, yeah, that's what they want. <laughs> um, this is potentially okay. So this one is potentially the biggest news of the week, and you just sent me this today. The uh, Bioware studio head and Dragon Age producer both leave Bioware on the same day. Not good. Yeah, not Casey Hudson leaving again. Yeah, uh, again, yeah, the second time Casey Hudson leaving Bioware uh, yeah. doesn't doesn't it's still confidence in me with either Dragon Age or Mass Effect's future is, and or Mass Effect uh, their Legendary Edition. Uh, yeah, I don't like this. Can we can we just have one? Can we can, can the universe just do us a solid for Bioware and Mass Effect? <laughs> tricking age it's just been one shitty thing after another uh the other guy leaving is uh mark dara so oh man i don't i hate this like when when people like this leave like big series like this in the middle of a project it just doesn't i don't it, it just it seems like it's it, it just it's a bad time
1: well especially like casey hudson like came back to be like i'm like saving I'm, these projects yeah
0: I'm gonna fix. I'm gonna fix uh, Mass Effect. Even though, even though people, the public's perception of me is that I ruined Mass Effect Three. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone always they're like, "Oh, that Casey Hudson. He he locked himself in a room and wrote the ending of Mass Effect Three and didn't come out until it was finished. They didn't get approval from anyone." That's always <laughs> the thing I hear. Weird. Yeah, the whole Mass Effect Three writing stuff was really weird, and then he. He left Bioware, and then he came back. <laughs> which, I think he came back while they were doing Andromeda, right? Like, they had started Andromeda, and then he came back while they were working on it?
1: It might be. I, I really don't. I don't know. I don't follow that but, too, too closely, because both those are been franchises at, I haven't been involved in.
0: Yeah. He's been at Bioware for nearly 20 years total, which is a long time. It's... Uh, yeah, that's rough.
1: Call me so when they he, make a new Jade Empire.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So he left Bioware in 2014, uh, joining Microsoft, and then he came back in 2017 and returned as the a general manager. Um, and Mark Dara has been with Bioware for 23 years and has kind of, he's been overseeing the Dragon Age like series as a whole. Um, but, yeah, I don't, Man, can can
1: Bioware afford one more fuck up?
0: No, they they I don't think they can. I think if they if they they, have triple back to back to back fuck ups, if there's one more flop, I think it's Bioware gets the axe. It's a call. (laughs) It's I mean, it's either like do they now here's the question. Do they do they just rebrand the studio or do they just fire close it down and start up a new start up new stuff? I just, like
1: I mean, the narrative with Bioware has really like flipped over the years. It's it, it, almost like Bethesda in many ways.
0: Yeah, like I mean they were like so great, child no.
1: and now it's like I don't know. I don't know if they put out good work. I, I,
0: well, I think that the main the main problem is that I mean it's just it's a publisher thing because EA has always been great or not yeah, uh, uh, Bioware has always been great, and then. Uh, ea does what ea do and And they were like
1: microtransactions
0: yeah that and just micromanaging microtransactions and micromanaging um (laughs) it's, it's just it just seems like they they come in and then like they take a popular game franchise and they take a popular studio and they're like hey this studio has a lot of weight let's make more studios with the same name but not with the same people, but people will be like, they'll, it's like brand they think everybody's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> brand recognition. They pulling the wool over your eyes essentially is what they're doing. They're like, Oh, this is Bioware, but it's not the Bioware that did this game. It, it's ridiculous. I hate that. And I'm afraid that they're going to do the same thing with respawn. Do they take all these shitty Bioware studios that have been ran into the ground and rebrand them to respawn? Do they respawn as respawn? Is that what they're gonna do? And I don't
1: know. I mean respawn's at least fresh faced enough that they haven't had time to get ruined in the same fashion.
0: It's true. It's true. Cause but I mean, every
1: I, like I I mean, currently a lot of people are like, oh respawn is like Untouchable, like, because that director has like a lot of pull within EA and has basically been like, "You let me do what I do and like leave me alone." It's like the he's
0: like the uh, Chris, Chris, uh, um, Christopher Nolan of of EA, <laughs> where Christopher Nolan tells Warner Brothers, "I'm doing what the fuck I'm doing and you're just gonna give me money, okay?" <laughs> but, but it's like it, while he's like that now, it, it's. It it, you it, know, it it runs I, on you over time like you every once you you make a concession here and you make a concession there mm-hmm. and next thing you know EA has six different respawn studios and then they're like hey this respawn studio we made we did up in Canada isn't doing so hot can you send a couple guys from your studio up there to kind of help it ship shape and then then you're then you spread your entire team out and then every respawn studio is fucked
1: yeah it it's I mean and I I feel almost every studio that's been bought by EA over the years, they they start, like, you know, that doing what they do.
0: Yeah, and like, the same thing happened like, to Maxis. Yeah, <laughs> it was
1: like, it, you know, they have, like, a couple of decent ones, or, like, you know, yeah. like, feel Westwood. how you feel about Westwood with, like, Command & Conquer Generals. Like, I thought it was fine. I know a lot of people disliked it, but it, it's... Well, I, I think that one was fine compared to what they did later.
0: So yeah but i mean even then like even for me generals was the beginning of the end <laughs> um, for many people because it i mean was,
1: but it, it that game regardless of even feeling that way that game was still decent at the very least by <laughs> like virtu- by comparison to anything that happened later like
0: <laughs> yeah but then for me it was comparing red alert 2 and type uh, and, and and yuri's revenge to generals it was like I mean, to me, that generals was a downgrade compared to that. So, but like, but even then, like Red Alert 2, that was, yay. That was a great fucking game. That's, I mean, that's one of the games of my childhood. One of my favorite, all-time favorite games. And, but they just, they run shit into the ground. They overdo it. And it's not like they overdo it in the sense where it's a new game coming out every single year. It's just, they just fuck something up somehow. I don't. They
1: inject their <laughs> microtransactions and all that, and even though they've stepped away from some of that now, it's it's like what what's next? Like, what terrible trend in gaming arises next that they feel the need to cram into every franchise?
0: Because Uh, what they do. battle passes <laughs> is this true? Subscription like, games as service sup- becoming literal subscriptions? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because the one that I didn't realize that I the I just um heard about it on on on, i there's like an episode of giant bomb that i had missed somehow and i went back and listened to it and they were talking about the new um avengers game and how essentially every character in that game has their own individual battle pass like that's that's the begin that's the this is the beginning of the end right here like now we're just gonna be like oh yeah well you just main this one character that you main is the one that you have a battle pass for and that what that so now you're just not gonna get content for the other characters unless you pay us the money uh <laughs> that's that's what's gonna be what's happening is that's gonna start popping up in more games but who knows who knows it maybe it won't because the avengers didn't do so hot <laughs> They're not yeah, doing it, so well
1: didn't do so well
0: i mean square enix even admitted like yeah it's not really performed to our expectations so maybe maybe people are realizing that that's not gr- a great model who knows we'll see we'll see Which if the, more of that pops that game up
1: only ended up fucked because of them in the first place
0: yeah <laughs> uh but i see at the same time though I do see a benefit to something like that where you're earning you're earning like battle pass like stuff like skins or whatever for the character you're playing. Because, I mean, I sometimes do find it annoying where when I'm playing when I was playing Apex a lot, um, I always I always forget the name of the robot guy. Pathfinder. Um, yeah, Pathfinder. I always play Pathfinder. I mean, and obviously, not everybody plays Pathfinder. Sometimes someone gets in before you, but like that's the one I would mostly play. And sometimes it'd be frustrating when you get like skins and items for the characters you're not playing. It's like, cool, I'm never going to wear that because <laughs> I never play that fucking character. So it sometimes I do I do see a benefit to that sometimes, but more often than not, I just feel like it's still kind kind of slimy. Um, I feel like maybe why can't you just have something like hey, you you get a skin, unlock it for the character, or like I I feel like for me personally, maybe and obviously not maybe a good business decision (laughs) for these companies, but like what if it's what if the item you get is a skin unlock, like instead of like hey you unlock this skin, it's you unlock this. Button and you press a button and it gives you a random skin for whatever character you're playing or something like that. Rather than or
1: you know you just a random skin currency completely. at a better clip and then you could just buy what you want.
0: That too, yeah, exactly. And Apex skins are fucking like, like the legendary ones are. They're still like twenty bucks, aren't they? That's they have Some
1: seventy dollar ones and like hundred dollar oh ones.
0: God. Why? It, <laughs> I mean. If I guess if you want to be a douchebag and show off that you have money, I mean, and I, I don't know, I, and all this just comes back to it's, it's all about going after the whales. Um, I, I had this idea and this is again, not news or it's just a total aside. This is why everybody should listen to this podcast too, even if they're not into the news, because we still talk about stuff. Um, I, I feel like there, there should be a game, a mobile game about making It's a, it's a, it's, it's a, a mobile game about making the most profitable mobile game in existence called whale chasing (laughs) (laughs) or chasing whales, something like that. You call it chasing whales. It's a game. It's a mobile game about making the most profitable mobile game in existence. And you're just, you're just trying to design a game for you're trying to design a game that people will download on the app store that will get you the most amount of money <laughs> so you're, you'll you unlock systems you unlock new systems like loot boxes and battle passes that you can add into your games for maximum money generation <laughs> and when you uh when uh when a whale downloads the game it'll be like a pokemon random encounter the screen starts flashing and you have to—it uh, goes into like a fishing mini game. You have to reel the whale in. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And that's my game pitch called Chasing Whales. So if anyone wants to take that idea and use it, uh, my finder's fee is five percent. <laughs> I think it's not finder's fee. Whatever fee, my fee, my fee is five percent of your earnings. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. That's, uh, that's the, that's the, the state of Bioware. Not good. The state of Bioware. Hashtag not good. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Um, let's see. We'll do one more article before we take a quick break. Um, oh, you know, how about, how about some influencer news? You like influencers, right?
1: Yeah, sure. you, you
0: like, you like gamer influencers?
1: I hate these bastards.
0: <laughs> do you, what about influencers that poop? Poop poop fluencers uh, uh apparently like something uh this this started trending on twitter hashtag he pooped and it was because markiplier got, was in the hospital for a he had a blockage in his intestines and then so like he just posted uh he posted an update on twitter just saying i pooped after that <laughs> <laughs> and uh yep so then people started trending that he, hashtag he pooped. Um when you get to be one of the world's biggest gamers, people care about your bowel movements. <laughs> but I don't know, I like Markiplier. He's alright. He's he's one of the the better influencers out there as far as video games and YouTube. Uh no scandals yet. No scandals yet. I mean, aside from a blocked intestine, <laughs> not much of a uh, not much of a scandal. Um, but he uh I don't know. Markiplier's all right. He didn't say any gamer words. No, he doesn't say gamer words. I mean, maybe he doesn't private. Who knows? But non-public, <laughs> Se- secret gamer words. Secret gamer words. Um. Yeah. I. in This is to a total side, and maybe it's just only because I. I sort kind of sort of pay attention to Markiplier. He's one. Of, I. I been subscribed to his channel like since before he even got his first million subscribers i think so I mean, it was very very early in in the Markiplier days um but I it seems like he gets like sick way more often than any other youtubers and i don't just i don't know if it's just because whenever he's sick he makes an update about it and nobody else does when they get sick but i don't know i, I don't know how you could i don't know how other people could like not make updates about it when they're sick because it's like hard to like not be sick and then be a person that uploads videos every single day. Like where you have like a backlog of like a vi- of videos for like a month so that you can just not record videos for a couple of days and then just pretend you were never sick. <laughs> it's, I don't know, but yeah, so that's, that's uh yeah, that's the poop news. Um, your, uh, influencer corner here on the, uh, terminal news, um, uh, 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 variety segment i guess i don't know what's the uh, perez hilton the gossip celebrity gossip guy this is your this is your gamer celebrity gossip segment i'm still workshopping the name all right <laughs> all right well we'll take we'll take a quick break and uh we'll be back with more news
1: Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's the Fortress of Fandom podcast. I'm Garrett, your host, covering the fandom topics you love most superheroes, comics, movies, Star Wars, nerd news, anime, video games, and so much more. If you like any of these topics, come join our band of FOFers and let your fandom flag fly. New episodes almost every week. Find us pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts and search for us on social media at the FOF Pod.
0: Okay, we are back with more news. Some of it's game related, some of it's not, and uh, we'll just start with this so Super Nintendo World in Japan opens in February, apparently, and have you seen pictures of this? Yeah, it, it looks, looks cool s- as hell. I saw the first picture I saw of this was an overhead, like an aerial photo at almost like you know like when you're looking at a um like a tilted angle i forget what the isometric that's it it almost it looked like an isometric view of a lego model (laughs) when i saw it i was like is that real and then i could zoom in okay oh there's a couple people in there all right that's really cool it seems really fucking small i mean i know it's like a section of a larger park um because it's part of universal right is that the deal it's a yeah, I believe yeah. it's part of universal um I don't know if they build it as a second park but it's like just crammed in universal or if it's like actually just like you go in the universal and then this is just an area like how like islands of adventure works over here
1: it, it's supposed to be kind of like that Harry Potter thing
0: okay but I so hear it's, it's like it's the
1: smaller than the Harry Potter thing
0: oh wow yeah yeah so it is so it is like the islands of adventure where it's just separate areas that's crazy um that it's <laughs> um this smaller because like that's going to be so full i mean i obviously they're going to they're going to follow whatever japanese covid guidelines they have and i guess if you're going to open up a new theme park in the midst of like the the a year into the global pandemic that we are in um that the one place that could probably do it right would be japan i mean they've always They've always been like, I mean, you look at like the order, how, how orderly like their subway system is or whatever. I don't know what they call it. Their light rail, their, their bullet Big trains, <laughs> I don't know, Like whatever their rails, their, their, their subways, trains, like they, it, they're so orderly. Everybody knows exactly what they're doing and where they're going. And it's like super efficient. And I feel like they could probably apply that to their theme parks whereas everything over here is just a mess and like I don't know like it, it, even at a small scale when you're when you're on an elevator full of people and the elevator stops and there's people need to get out but then there's like people that need to get on the elevator and they're trying to get on while people are trying to get off the elevator like people are fucking morons <laughs> that's that's all it is like i it's just i don't know what it is about the difference between here and japan but it just seems like they just do things like that in public better than we do. Don't yeah, we,
1: I, I feel that just in general, there's a failing of teaching respect here. And yeah, like, yeah, I think just so. Don't, just generally
0: don't, they don't give a fuck. There's just nobody. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, I don't like it, but yeah, so that's a, the, that's going to be opening up in February probably. And, and they're, then they're going to be building the next one they're going to build, I believe is in Florida. And I am unsure if the one they build in Florida is going to be part of universal studios or if it will be part of islands of adventure, or if they're like trying to add more room, like there's, I've been down, I've been to those parks. There's very limited space in those areas to build out those theme parks further. Like they're going to have to demolish something, I think. And I mean, from, from, I think here's my, my speculation in islands of adventure, there's a Dr. Seuss land. I think that gets the axe, which is actually kind of unfortunate. Like the uh, islands of uh, islands of adventure and universal, they make a huge deal every Christmas about the Grinch. And then, I mean, obviously, and there's that newer Grinch that they put out, but every single year, there's always a huge thing. They're like, come see the Grinch every single day at like every hour on the hour in Dr. Seuss land (laughs) in whoville. Um, but When I was there and this was, this was back in, holy shit. Like this was back in 2003, 2002. The first time it was in 2001, I was there. And then, yeah, so it was 2001 and 2003 that I was there. And uh, then I went again in 2010 and the Whoville area, least populated area in the whole park. Like, so I feel like... I feel like that's going to be the one that gets the ax. Man, actually, now that I think about it, it's sec, it was the second least populated area. Um, because the least populated area was the fantasy area where they had the dueling dragons, um, uh, roller coaster. And that was before they did the Harry Potter, uh, 2010, they were still building Harry Potter. But, um, when I was there, the, like the 10 years earlier, seven, eight years earlier, um, that that was just straight up like a fantasy land it was just like yeah here's some here's like a pretend guillotine because it's want
1: medieval potter the X. <laughs>
0: too, there's too much money it's not gonna happen um <laughs> um yeah they 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 it was it was basically just like medieval land you'd, you'd walk through it we always Did you uh,
1: say medieval times
0: Did you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much Hey, wait, you know what? This, medieval times was it's a good pl- it's a good dinner and show. Oh,
1: and <laughs> yeah, if you're Randy Pitchford.
0: Hey, I I love medieval times.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they give you a nice big fat juicy turkey leg, <laughs> uh, but,
1: and a sci- and a magic show,
0: and a magic show. That's yeah.
1: totally not porn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, well, my family went there. We always run around the park clockwise. So like when you walk it, when you go in, you turn left because there's like a path that goes straight and then you hit the lake and you turn left and then it's a loop clockwise. So the first thing you hit is like the Marvel area, which like, I mean, which is funny now that Marvel's owned by Disney, but they have an agreement that Universal can have the Marvel area in Islands of Adventure where they have the Hulk roller coaster and the 3D Spider Man ride and Doctor Doom's Tower, um, and then you go to the next area which is like the Cartoon Land which actually that I don't know who knows maybe that one gets the axe because I mean it's fucking shit like Rocky and Bullwinkle and and Popeyes like nothing that's, yeah, that's relevant anymore yeah <laughs> like even less relevant than Hoovians because. Like they're still making, they're still making like Dr. Seuss cartoons and movies and and all that. But they're like, when when's the last Rocky and Bullwinkle movie? When's the last Popeye movie? You know,
1: I feel we're also overdue for that to come back. But yeah, how does Popeye come back all PC like? You know, right?
0: <laughs> um, what's the the guy with the sandwiches? Oh, fucking wimpy. Yeah, had, there's like a there's a restaurant called Wimpy's Burger in there. And uh yeah, I feel like that one could be the potentially the next one that gets the X because I feel like they're they are they want it, they they're clinging onto the, the Whoville stuff. They're clinging onto the Doctor Seuss stuff because they're still making movies for that. And it's kind of like it's really a it's it's like the kids area. It's like the thing that's the most kids friendly because they have like the rides that are like like for younger kids to get on. Like, oh, you're in this little airplane that goes around in circles really low to the ground. <laughs> and it it looks all fucked up because it's Dr. Seuss. Um, but yeah, so continuing, continuing around Islands of Adventure, you get so you go past the cartoon area. Now you're in Jurassic Park, which is like one of their things that they're one of their like before Harry Potter. It was the thing that they used to promote. Like it was like the Hulk roller coaster and the fucking I can't remember what they call the ride, but the it's basically the gigantic drop water slide thing where you you're in this ride and you go up and it's like the longest, steepest like log flume style ride in the world. So like they advertised the hell out of that, and you're just, that's like really the only ride in there. <laughs> so. It was just like, yeah, it's cool and Jurassic Park themed and, and everybody loves that. So, uh, and then after that, then, then it was the Medieval Times and it was like, the only fucking right in there was the Dueling Dragons and that was like one, that's another one they advertised but it was just like, there's nothing else in that area. And so, I mean, obviously, of course, they... they they tear everything else down then they just they oh there's dragons in harry potter we can call that. we can just keep the name The do du- harry potter's dueling dragons and then we can just add all this other shit in the harry potter and then after that they have like a weird greek land it has you have like poseidon's wrath which is like one of those like theme park rides where you you it's like a tour but then like stuff's happening like where the, so like the person leading you on the tour like has to be like that guy who's like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen over here. I hope nothing bad. <laughs> it's like some shit like that. And then it's like it, it, it's like the guys of like, oh, you're exploring this like tomb that's underwater. It's like yeah, they found Atlantis and you're exploring it. But then Poseidon comes and he's pissed. And and then you you walk through this tunnel of water like that. It's like it's just a tunnel and then it just has like water jets spraying up and around so that it just goes all the way around in a circular pattern so it it's it gives you the illusion that you're like walking in a moses style tunnel of under the ocean <laughs> <laughs> then after that is the doctor seuss land which like nobody cares about but i mean who knows i haven't been there in like 10 years so maybe people care about it now because of the recent movies but back when i was there The back when I was there, the only like Dr. Seuss related thing that had been out was Jim Carrey's Grinch, so (laughs) that that was it. No one no one cared about it. So now, so post movies that people care about, maybe maybe it's doing better. Who knows? But I feel like they would put the 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 Mario or the Mario the Nintendo land. I feel like they would put that in one either the Dr. Seuss or or the cartoon land. Um, but man, that would still just, that would be really hard. It'd be hard to fit that in. Cause the, that area, even though the area looks small, it looks big. It still looks bigger than any of the individual like areas in islands of adventure. Cause it, it looks like a whole, like they just crammed like a whole lot of shit into a tiny park where in, in these other areas in islands of adventure, it's kind of like pretty much a straight path through all the areas. It's like, you just. You walk on a path, and if you just follow the path, eventually just get to another area. There isn't like stairs that go up to like another level and different buildings. And I mean obviously know, there's different buildings, but it just it doesn't feel it it seems like that place is you said it's smaller than the Harry Potter world.
1: That's what people are saying.
0: Man, it's I don't I don't see it though. I guess it, maybe it's because I haven't seen Harry Potter World, because I think maybe the Maybe they expanded further backwards with the Harry Potter world. I don't know. But like, it just, I just, I don't see how it could be smaller, but maybe that's just because it's been a while since I've been there. So I don't remember the scale of that area, but who knows, who knows? We'll find out when it opens, I guess, but it's, uh, it's looking pretty cool. I, I really look forward to when they do one here because I really want to go and, I mean, it's not going to be anytime soon that I go to fucking Japan, <laughs> um, and who knows if they'll ever lift the travel ban again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. So apparently, thirty-four years later, Ys One and Two are getting a uh, PC floppy disk ports. I don't, is I don't know how that's pronounced. It's just a capital Y and then S. Is it Wyze or Ys or Y S?
1: I think it's S. It's S. Yeah.
0: Huh. Interesting, but it's getting ported to the X sixty eight thousand. It's a PC that's only in Japan that made from Sharp. That first went on sale in nineteen eighty seven. It's interesting. I I see. I still I feel
1: I'm saying it wrong. I don't know.
0: <laughs> maybe the article says. Hold on, let's see. How do you pronounce? It's wise. Those games Y's, are yes. like
1: fairly underrated, as far as I know. Like I hear that franchise just as a whole is really good. But just I've never f- not a lot of people are playing it. I've never even
0: heard of them. <laughs>
1: I mean, the, the what, the re- most recent one was, like, 8 or something like that? Like, and plus they've had a ton of spinoffs. Like, it, it's been just chugging along, but, like, unless you're really, really into, like, JRPGs, probably not something you're familiar with. I've never played one myself, but I know they're kind of... They're, they're action-oriented combat, so... Kind of like uh Secret of Mana or like uh Star Ocean.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, so it's um it's pronounced I as in in and Sue as in surreal. So issue Issue is oh. how you pronounce it. Okay. Well <laughs> that's I learned something new. But that's hey, that's that's cool. I mean, um geez. <laughs> I didn't know the, I didn't know places were still producing floppy discs port something on the floppy disk um so that also in addition like in they kind of improved the game it's like a floppy disk port remaster the in-game scrolling has been smoothed out and blank disks are not required for game saves <laughs> so yeah back in the day when you when you wanted to save your game you had a blank you had to have a blank floppy disk so that you could save your game onto a blank floppy disk so how many floppy disks does each game take that's what i want to know because i remember like games requiring like i had some games that were like fucking like 12 floppy disks But uh they go and sell in march 2021 at akihabara uh or at the retailer beep inside akihabara which also sells the x sixty eight thousand hardware That's just a that's a cool neat thing i like weird stuff like that um Moving on to the next thing. Apparently, Xbox Series X can run PlayStation 2 games.
1: <laughs> it, it, this is such a weird thing. It can run more than just that. People got GameCube emulators working on. the Holy shit. Thing. Uh-huh.
0: So like it really is just like so based so hard on Windows that you can yeah, <laughs> use the You have the, to the the be universal. in the like, developer mode to do it. Okay. So, okay. So you have to use the um, so you can install Custa or unlocked universal windows protocol yep. uwp apps um and then you can just run stuff that because a lot of those apps are made for uwp but they aren't listed on the system or they're not listed on like the marketplace right because they don't they can't get approved for marketplace but you can like sideload them on a pc yeah is so that how that works so you're kind of sideloading you know yeah. interesting yeah i remember hearing like people were doing this um for um cody aka xbmc i always think of it as it's hard for me to not think of it as xbmc um which is funny that it's back it's back on xbox after all these years but before they were they were working on uh porting it to uh uwp and it is there now i think it's still kind of like a beta um build it's still kind of a little bit glitchy but um but people were putting their Xbox ones into like developer mode, like how you do with this. And then um, install like sideloading the, the, like the alpha of Cody onto their Xbox to get it to work. And it was really janky, but I mean, people were doing it, (laughs) which is crazy. So yeah, so you can, so like PlayStation two emulators, GameCube emulators. I mean, I mean, if you're doing, If you're going all the way up to PlayStation 2 and GameCube then I mean without a doubt you should be be able to do some N64 some some uh, some Game Boy
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would think I just it was you know, like mostly the PlayStation like PS2 and PS1 Stuff because people wanted to you know be like yeah, "Yeah, you could do this on Xbox and not on PS5 (laughs) That's
0: true yeah, but also, yeah, but you also can't play GameCube games in a PlayStation 5. N 64, four. because I know like in, like back in the day. I that's
1: why the uh, clickbait articles didn't mention the GameCube stuff.
0: <laughs> well, this the Kotaku article does say GameCube, actually. Um, just not in but the, the headline. Yeah, not in the headline. I guess it's, it sounds more impressive to say PlayStation 2. In the headline, but I feel like, and maybe it'd be more impressive to do a pl- like the. I feel like in, from everything I know about emulation is that, um, one of the hardest systems to emulate correctly and accurately is in is the Nintendo sixty four. So I mean, if it does that well, then. <laughs> <laughs> How what about, about let's get, PS3 let's get, you know, let's get Dolphin up there yeah let's get PlayStation 3 that'll be the next hardest one to emulate because of the fucking processor Cell
1: processor <laughs> I mean PC's still not fully up to snuff on that
0: yeah yeah no it's gonna be a while <laughs> it's gonna be But well, who knows maybe with that that the computing power of the uh, Nvidia 3090 oh <laughs> uh.
1: Maybe That's, with the computing power
0: of Xbox
1: Series. <laughs>
0: Xbox Series 3090 AM or uh, Intel Edition or Intel uh, the NVIDIA Xbox Edition. Xbox
1: Series EMU.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Emulate every other system. It's the Xbox Series Cloud. You can use cloud computing or actually, that'd be Azure. Xbox Azure, cloud computing, and then you can get banned from mining Bitcoin. <laughs> um. Let's see we already talked about screenshots on switch uh this one's not game related but it sort of is because um it's it's a major set piece in in a classic movie and video game that gigantic radio telescope in uh, is uh where it is Goldeneye. That? yeah in Goldeneye that is it I forgot the name of it the Where's the name of this fucking thing? It's in Puerto Rico, called the Arecibo Telescope, one thousand foot reflector dish. Just fucking the thing on t- the 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 basically the the point that collects all the data. The it apparently weighs like one thousand tons. It requires a certain amount of uh, cables to hold it up. And over this last year, some of those cables have snapped. So they made an announcement in November that they were going to start tearing. The whole thing down because they couldn't it was unsafe because uh yeah suspending suspending a thing that weighs a thousand tons in the air for how many years <laughs> it's got to be taxing on equipment and i think one of the quotes i saw was that the um the cables did not perform as is, as expected <laughs> which is how can you foresee that i mean sometimes like when you're thinking ahead and in engineering like you think that stuff's going to work but then it like you don't know that it's not until like 30 years later <laughs> and like meanwhile meanwhile we we just um we we just uh communicated with the voyager 1 um nasa sent out commands with the voyager 1 to do a certain thing and it responded and it, and it did those things um so like that's that's fucking cool. Like you, you, they designed the, that so foolproof that they were. I mean, how far is that thing? It's got it. Like I, it exited the solar system essentially. Right.
1: I don't know. Baby.
0: Let's see. The Voyager one as of February 28th is 141 astronomical units, which is sun earth distances from earth. So it's the distance from earth to the sun, 141 times, um, what 13.2 billion miles as of 2018. And just this year we communicated with it and sent it commands and it. And it did those commands. Like how fun crazy is that telling a, a, a space probe to do something that's 13 billion miles away. Like when, when did that, when did a Voyager one launch?
1: 1977
0: 60s oh. <laughs> September 5th 1977 43 years it's been out there <laughs> being subjected to cosmic radiation who knows what's out there
1: galactus
0: yeah maybe that's why I, maybe maybe galactus is interfering that's why we can communicate with it. No. um that's yeah that's cool so yeah we 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 do that but then also like we, <laughs> we we have uh, telescopes collapsing on Earth. I saw a video of it. It was insane. Just the cables just so fucking big. snapped. The cables just boom, boom, snapped, and then like the whole thing just came crashing down. It's crazy. Go look that up. Go look up that video, oh, any, all you it. listeners. Well, was I'm, I'm sure right? you did. But I I'm t- I'll anybody listening, go watch that video. There's like it. There's like a video that seems like. At one point, like one of the cables comes whipping around, you think it's gonna like land on top of the camera. <laughs> like holy shit! Um, and then there was like a drone video too. They had like an up close shot of the cable snapping. It's cool and else and, and terrifying. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Nintendo thief jailed for 2017 hack and possessing images of child abuse. Uh, This is the guy that had uh, he had stolen like pre-release information about the uh, Nintendo Switch console It was in 2016 that they they obtained a Nintendo employees credentials that they used to download Nintendo files related to the console Um, He was he he wasn't caught until 2017 um, And they found that stuff Oh God. Oh, man. Yeah, this guy was a this guy was a gamer. All right. More than one thousand videos of images of minors engaged in sexually explicit conduct stored and sorted in a folder directory he labeled "bad stuff." When the when the FBI FBI had been investigating his property, yeah, that's bad stuff. You're you're, gonna have fun in prison, pal. You're going, you're going to jail. Do not <laughs> pass go.
1: You're never passing go again. You're, you're never collecting two hundred dollars, girl. Um, you basically landed on Boardwalk and Park please. Yeah, you're bankrupt.
0: Yeah, you're bankrupt. <laughs> morally, Mor- bankrupt. yeah, morally. Um, yeah. So he he pled guilty in January, but his sentencing was only announced today. Uh, he'll be sent to a facility for inmates with cognitive challenges and will also have to pay Nintendo $259,323 for remediation costs caused by his conduct. How is he going to pay him back if he's in jail? You don't make money in jail.
1: By being bankrupt?
0: (laughs) I guess. But he's only, he's only a sentence for three years. I feel like, I feel like it doesn't seem long enough for something like that. And then one of the comments here someone left are those three years in prison mostly for possessing child porn because that amount of jail time seems excessive for the comparatively minor crime of hacking Nintendo. (laughs) It doesn't seem like enough for that. I mean, I say like a year for hacking Nintendo and like five for the fucking Jesus. That's crazy. I did not know how bad that was going into that article. (laughs) Um... So we all know and love a mobile game known as Genshin Impact. I've never played it, but uh, this game has made about $393 million in revenue since launching. You could say
1: your whale game pitch was this game.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that would be (laughs) not. No, no, my pitch wasn't this game. This is the game you would make inside. inside Inside your game. Yeah, this would be like one of the, the games that this would be like, you'd be like, oh, is there gotcha mechanics? That is and, crafted within the... Yeah, does like is, is it have gotcha mechanics? Does it have player skins? Does it have loot boxes? Um, yeah, this game, I mean, since September, late September even. So you give it October, November, essentially, two and a half months yeah, maybe made 400 million dollars in two and a half months and that's just for mobile that's just mobile that doesn't count for on pc or playstation 4 just android and ios oh man i'm in the wrong business boys <laughs> in the wrong business i gotta be making gotcha games for free on on android and ios um they estimate that the game has made a combined average of six million dollars per day on iOS and Android since its release. Wow! Wow, so they make more money than PUBG Mobile and Pokemon Go. Um, yeah, that's crazy, and of course, I mean, it is uh, um. There, people are, they found that it might have uh, stole a piece of music from f- the Final Fantasy series, and then also the whole part where they're censoring words like Taiwan, Hong Kong, and Tibet because they want to they want to exist in China where they'll make a ton of money, so they have to appease the Chinese government.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, being developed in China. It,
0: yeah, that know. too. Yeah, um,
1: it's one of those things where, like, while I find it morally corrupt to you know do those things i'm like these developers don't really have much of a choice in the matter yeah
0: Yeah, sometimes i wish that i just didn't have a conscience just so i could do like shitty things to make money (laughs) but i couldn't live with myself unfortunately unfortunately for my bank account anyway um (laughs) but not for my not for being able to sleep at night um because you just see all the shitty things people do that make money and you're like man I could be so much richer if I just was just the biggest fucking piece of shit. <laughs> if I was the worst person in the world, but I don't want to be the worst person in the world. <laughs> so, uh I guess I'll just uh I'll take my middle class, I guess. I'll just take being the most overtaxed um <laughs> um a group of people in America. Um Sorry to get political on you with taxes, ooh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there's. uh oh Okay, they 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 fucking mentioned Wales in this article, Marcus. They talk it's about the hard whales. It's the Wales. This game. This is this game was made with my game that I didn't make yet. <laughs> Which I mean, the, you know you would be funny. You know what would be funny as if uh, that game, that mobile game that I'm I'm dreaming up. Wasn't all like was like an unreal engine style thing where it wasn't just it wasn't just a game, but it was like Yeah, you're actually making this game and then you can put it out. But then Then I collect money from the games you put out (laughs) You got to pay the fee you publish this game and uh, 10% comes back to my game (laughs) And That way it's not me it's not me doing all the bad work it's me i'm just providing the platform <laughs> it's a randy bitchford style magic trick marcus you see it's not it's, actually oh it's so not it's actually, a girl squirting oh god no. <laughs> yeah that, exactly that yes you know nothing makes money like like porn <laughs> i th- I thought it was a
1: magic trick but it was actually just a girl squirting <laughs>
0: Fucking Randy Petsford. <laughs> oh my god. Oh.
1: Which he said was the greatest magic trick of all. It's. <laughs> yeah. uh, they do it. No. <laughs> yeah.
0: We have uh, just a couple more articles here, but uh, somewhat. That, that we, we talk about people leaving companies. We have another person leaving another company. Kichiro Toyama has left Sony. He's the creator of Silent Hill and Gravity Rush.
1: That sucks. Yeah. Not so much for Silent Hill stuff, but Gravity Rush has been... People have been wanting a third one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nobody can make Silent Hill, so...
1: Gravity Rush launched so fucking weirdly that I felt they they doomed that franchise. Like, Sony did. Yeah. Because it launched initially on the Vita, and I mean to middling reception because, like, I mean, people who played it liked it, but... Just by virtue of volumetric sales of how many people had a Vita at the time, like it didn't sell all that great, yeah. And then the second one was just a console release on the PS4, and then they later did the remaster or re release of the Vita game for Gravity Rush or uh Gravity Days, uh, as it's also called, but it, it. it, it, I was like, by doing this, you've kind of alienated your audience, especially by making, like... Not to say the game couldn't have performed well, but releasing yeah. the, the sequel and having it visually <laughs> look exactly like the Vita game on the console, probably not the best move.
0: Yeah, maybe not. Well, if you're... Uh, the con- the consolation here is that if you are a fan of uh, Kichiro Toyama. He is forming his own studio called Bokeh Game Studio, uh, where he is joined by Kazunobu Sato, who, who designed Puppeteer and was a producer on The Last Guardian, and Junya Okura, who worked as the designer, designer on Gravity Rush. So well, I mean, I'll if definitely
1: follow that studio because I liked Puppeteer. I yeah, wanted so, that to
0: get a follow up. So maybe you'll get at some sort of, I mean, maybe not even. It could just be like one of those things, like um, ah, shoot, what's that? What's that game that came out that was like the Dark Souls game? Like it was like a Soulsborne game, but it wasn't. Um, Demon Souls. Yeah. No. <laughs> not Demon Souls. born. Um. What's Dark
1: Souls. It? Sekiro
0: no there's fuck I can't remember I don't know there's a game Neo, that you,
1: Neo 2 there,
0: there's a game that you, you were playing that you were like it was basically like one of those type of games that it was made by somebody that left the studio to make that game um but it wasn't one of the Soulsborne games because I don't know it was I can't remember what the fuck it was I'm, I'm terrible with like names of shit so but I don't know it could be like a spiritual like Puppeteer, I mean, I guess up. the
1: best example of that is uh, Devil May Cry to Bayonetta, yeah. Since that's Devil May Cry was originally, I f- forget that guy's name right now off the cuff, but he, he made Devil May Cry and then he left that studio and then to he went Bayonetta. on to make Bayonetta,
0: so he went on to make Devil May Cry female version,
1: yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, some. Some people I know are like, like really mad at about that guy. Which, like, I mean, he also made like Wonderful One Hundred One and Okami and yeah, all that stuff. But yeah, <laughs> when he departed Capcom to go over to Platinum, it's kind of there's
0: some a little bit of ire there. Oh, I'm sure. Um And there's this game. So the last thing I have here, not really, it's not really news, but the they the, they put out the launch trailer for, um. This game that I've been kind of looking at called Per Aspera, and I know I brought it up before, but it's like a planet sim builder game,
1: Gal- Galactus builder,
0: <laughs> yeah, sim, yeah. So you're basically you're calling like the 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 whole thing is like you're you're an AI controlling like the colonization of a planet and and terraforming it. And, uh, seems like some cool stuff happens, but it's like You're controlling the whole fucking planet in this game, I think It's what it looks like It looks really fucking cool I gotta play this And it comes out this week That we're recording Like, when is it? When's the launch day? Might be out already, and I'm, I'm, like, missing it Let's see, where's the date on this trailer? Uh, no, it's already out So I need to just, like, buy this and play it right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, see, I'm going to go play this right now. <laughs> oh, it looks so fucking good. I got to play this, but um, I'm probably going to wait till after after the liddies <laughs> to play it. I'm not. It's too you late know, it's for bullshit. me. To... I
1: got to get through for the liddies.
0: I know, like it's impossible. Yeah, it's this game is too late for me to give it a fair shake before the liddies. For a game like this, that I'm going to sink countless I, I amount think... of hours into.
1: I'm just going to hard say just December in general is probably a cutoff. Uh, any ga- you can still play games up until we actually record the episode, but I think anything released,
0: it's too late. Yeah, anything Yeah, anything released in December, it's too late for the ladies. Because um, might- there's
1: been a couple games that I'm like, I'm going to check those out, but... I there's or no even like any of them or even going back further
0: could be like Thanksgiving week like if it comes out anytime time after Thanksgiving week it's just too late <laughs> all bets are off it's too late to be included as part of the ladies for You'll that year roll over but, to the next year yeah, roll over to the next year Um, but obviously like if you're
1: I'll just make the e- it easy with the hard break being just December 1st <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah pretty much it, but that's not to say that like we still cover games that we're playing, uh, that we played that didn't necessarily come out in that year. But yeah, because um, it's
1: like oh, like Phoenix Rising. Yeah, because uh, it's like Phoenix Rising and uh, what Haven just came out on Xbox. Yeah, and I want to check
0: that out. Yeah, uh, it's like it's like it's too late to fucking <laughs> play that. And I mean, with I'm the still
1: trying to play like some other fucking games to get just cleaned yeah.
0: up. I mean, with the game awards, like all that stuff, was like like those those. The people that are voting on it have already played the game well like before the release date pretty much so like that's why they're able to make that work but for Some us we're us. consumers but but yeah so yeah, like the, the ladies are like we're new games that are the games that came out this year but also like games that we played this year that didn't necessarily come out this year since like we all we are a budget conscious
1: i have made the most you will not be let down if you listen to this. It is the most all inclusive list. That now that's not to say I'm gonna just include every fucking game. No, it's but, this is but my listing includes it, it like it's a good reflection of the gaming industry as a whole, instead yeah. of just being like, ah, here's all the fucking like big name AAAs A's that like these are all the best games. Yeah. They're well, all these AAAs.
0: Yeah, we like, love we love indie games. We love smaller games, we love mid-tier studios, we love all that type of stuff. And yeah, that's we're where I did a little bet this all year,
1: all the indie games. Indies I played were like older games, or they were like Cuphead. So <laughs> I kind of I needed to like sponge up some of these indie games I didn't get around to. Uh,
0: you you doing some mop up work over here? Yeah, but,
1: I'm like I'm yeah. trying to like jam through some stuff. I should hopefully. I mean, I'm going to talk about that on the next episode a little bit, but yeah, I'm trying yeah. to like just just polish my edges a little bit, uh, especially on the indie front, because that's where I. I mean, there were some big name indies that just just dropped. So yeah, it's. Uh, november has been a monumental like clusterfuck yeah. of just oh every fucking game in existence
0: yeah and i'm like this weekend is gonna be it's like a, it's gonna be a combo it's gonna be christmas decorations like i'm i'm finishing up my painting that i've been doing for the last couple of weeks and every, every single fucking color i did needed two coats and i'm doing this stupid. I'm doing this stupid fucking design that I did. This mural design that I just I just had to be special and do something that wasn't just one flat color on a wall i had to do something special so it takes took me like four times as long to do because i'm not a professional painter and every single thing needed two coats i couldn't just be like all right i'll slap this color on nope now now i gotta put the same color on again the next day because it didn't cover all the white so fuck me it's gonna take but it's gonna look awesome when i'm done but yeah i'm finished that's gonna be finished by the weekend then it's gonna be christmas decorations and A little push on editing, editing episodes here, and then also playing a lot of video games because we're coming up on on the actual recording date for. I mean, two weeks from today.
1: The. the liddies, which yeah,
0: two weeks from today, I, from when we're recording this, is our last episode of the year that we record. I don't, I don't even think we're going to do news that day. It's just going to be all just yeah, the liddies. Yeah, there,
1: there won't be time.
0: There. There's it's just fucking. I mean, I, I, I mean, you taking a peek at the down. list. This is taking a peek at the list. It's all liddies. All, all day. It's going to be probably one of our. It's going to be one of the longer episodes for sure. But it's going to come out. It's going to come out on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. So if you can't stand your family, if you can't be around people, just sit down and listen. To-
1: <laughs> I mean, I promise you, you will not be let down. I, I, yeah. this is, I've played more games this year than any other year.
0: Yeah. You, I you have really have a lot of legwork. <laughs> you really have. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I mean, you can, you can listen to us. You can, I mean, we have a category we have a category called best podcasting game. You know what that is? That's the best game to play while listening to podcasts. You can play a game like that and listen to us talk about the best podcasting game. I mean, those you games won't, are great. You <laughs> won't know. You won't know what game it is. You just have to kind of guess until that episode or until that, that category. And then then you can switch to that game. But I mean, I mean, you could pick last year's best podcast game. You can pop in Death Stranding that was best podcasting game of 2019 death stranding
1: i mean i was edit i was editing this
0: list uh, uh even today and adding new categories as of today <laughs> it's it's the best it's gonna be probably one of the best episodes i mean it's a it's 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 a season finale season two finale it's gonna be the best episode and you gotta listen to it there's there's no there's you <laughs> If you miss I mean, out, the, you're missing out.
1: We're, we're not. I mean, just now we we talked about, you know, like telescopes and everything. But like this will be all games.
0: It's all games. All games it's, all the time. It's a lot. It, it a it's going to be lit. <laughs> uh, it's going to be lit. It's going to be ladies. I, I've been meaning to like I'm, I I want to do for I want to post uh, for all the categories. I want to make a tweet for each category after we post the episode so that I can like do like a, a tweet at each company congratulating them oh, i'm just, winning the category and then c- uh, but i want to
1: you've won most disappointing
0: <laughs> congratulations yeah most disappointing i'm sorry to say you've won most disappointing but i also i want to <laughs> i want to do like a 3d like you know like when you like it, when an item drops in a game like an older style game and it is like a 3d version of like the icon of that, yeah, and it's yeah. and it's just spinning around and kind of bobbing up and down. I want to do that with the the LGA logo, <laughs> and just do that. It's, it's your litty. It's you, that's your litty. It's that gif right there. Your litty. And then 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 when we have more of a budget, maybe we can produce 3D printed ones and send them to their PR department. <laughs> okay. You won. Play that you, proudly next year, you Keely Award. Yeah, next year, next year, Jeff Keely Award. Here's your most lit game of the year. <laughs> Award from the Lit Gaming Arena podcast. God. I guarantee you, no one else has done that. I guarantee you, no other podcast has sent since has done like an award show on their own podcast and then sent an award to uh up the the studio unsolicited.
1: You're <laughs> so great. I'm, I'm, like, to I'm do seeing since I follow like a lot of just games review people on like Twitter, they're like, I'm building my top 10 list and it's full of like so many weird games. And I'm like, they, you do not compare to how much like th- this <laughs> list is so it's got so much
0: shit on it. This list, mar- this list rivals anything Abby Russell would do at Giant Bomb. That's all I'm going to say. You know all the weird fucking games she brings up for le- for their now, list now
1: now defunct she's left
0: now yeah now defunct now defunct Dabby Russell we're not gonna which is kind of a bummer because she was brought in games that nobody else brought in yeah even well, though I mean, she because it would, was
1: always like mobile games or like really obscure indies yeah. like especially but then she,
0: weird ass PC games but she always did like a bad job at like explaining why she wants it to be there. She's like, I just feel like it should be there. But and it's like, but you're the only one that played it. So you need to speak on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. these were criticisms I, I felt uh, people had about her, even on the Giant Beast cast that she's not like she's a funny personality and all, but she was yeah. never great at articulating her thoughts on like why she felt X way about a game, you know, like and that's really important. Yeah. When you're in games media, like of <laughs> any kind. Yep.
0: It, yeah. Like you it can't is.
1: just be like, I didn't like it or like, I loved this. And then not yeah. be able to say like pinpoint why you, what made you tick that way yeah. or like,
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm and for me. It's like, I, I, I get that. Cause I'm terrible with words. So sometimes even I'm just like, yeah, that's a good, that's a good as game because I, it's a good game. Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's hard sometimes. And I, I, Like a lot of times my touchstone becomes Resident Evil with this is sometimes what you think you enjoy about a game may not be like, you know, like I I feel this is what happened with Resident Evil where they went in the action direction because they felt like, oh, that was what was like driving the numbers and what people like when in actuality, I think some of this was the like, and there have been several articles about this, but the static camera angles and like the Even organizing the attache case and like all that stuff, I, I think we're and having the ink ribbons for limited saves were part of what made those original games so good. As much as those were things at the time, people were like, this is all they it was essentially like, this is bad and this is good. When in actuality, it was like a little bit more 50 50 than all that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's. It's definitely one of those you, things. It's not...
1: My touchstone for this is the limited saves, which I wish they would bring back in some games, um, like a Souls-like or something, but having, like, a currency that you had to expend to save that you then had to make choices... Of like do I use this now or do I you know knowing when to hold them and when to fold them because sometimes you'd be like you know you wouldn't know you were stumbling into a boss fight and it would set you back several hours now that sucks but that means that boss fight had stakes and felt very real to you like you weren't yeah. worried about fucking dying because you you were losing real life currency of the hours invested <laughs>
0: Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of modern games don't have stakes, really. I mean, it's just like okay, I died, and I, again. I would die, and try again. I die, and I try again. I I mean, and that's it what just, makes
1: like the souls game so good because they have those like as much as it's become relegated to a smaller part of the game at this point, but like the stakes of like when you die and then having to get back to quote unquote your body or where you drop your souls uh, to get your souls back, and if you die on the way back, uh, those souls are just gone, and the, those are. Like souls being the only currency, really, in that game, like that can suck. I, I mean, in Demon Souls, I lost 200k souls at one point, and man, was I bummed. <laughs> <laughs> Which was only torfed later when I lost 300k due to my own stupid mistake. I, uh, I guess I'll just share this story now. I <laughs> fucking when you. When you're towards the end of the game, and after you beat uh Lord Land, who's not necessarily the last boss, but you you go back to the Nexus and a giant hole opens. Well, I still had to go back and like f- help my friends finish it. So and I was like, oh cool, like I'm just gonna get even more souls. Well, you have to kill yourself, so to speak. So because I, I became alive at this point or was already alive, I can't remember. But I went to go commit suicide. So I I went. To the top of the nexus and jumped off as everybody does um and so all i had to do was run back and get my souls i forgot that yeah. that hole opened <laughs> <laughs> and if you fall down that hole it just kills you uh so yeah and it spawns you on like the opposite so when you like warp back you usually come back from the stone you were in unless you use like nexal binding or something else uh what, what was it the uh there's a spell you can cast to come back and then you'll like spawn at the statue but if you die you come back at the statue well I just like you know because it was business as usual I just turned around and started running and I fucking fell in this hole lost like 300k souls I, I lost all my <laughs> oh, souls from the end of the game which it sucks but at the same time I was a little bit more forgiving of this because you have to you're not able to spend those souls until you a beat the final final boss and pick an ending and then start new game plus and then beat the first boss. You can't spend any of those souls until you like essentially do another couple bosses worth. Um, but yeah, I, I still was like, man, I just lost fucking like 300k souls by just suiciding and then just turning around too quick. Like, and my friends just could audibly hear me just being like so just bummed. <laughs> like, <fuck. laughs> but yeah, that the when you have stakes like that though, it. It it's what makes those boss fights like more intense and feel more rewarding on the whole too. Anyway, this should be probably a cast at this point.
0: Yeah, that's uh I think that'll do it. We got we got a little mini discussion there throughout the show, but um you know, we'll just blame it on uh lack of news this week because there wasn't a lot going on. And uh but that's you know that's how it is. But still got a show to do, so we're gonna do it and uh yeah so if you enjoy this show please give us a rating on apple and pod chaser just uh, search for late gaming arena on either platform and give us that five stars and tell us what you liked about the show uh, and if you wouldn't mind, please share us with your friends and family and dog and mail carrier and UPS guy and FedEx guy. Uh, I'm sure they'll they'll love the show. They'll love the unsolicited podcast recommendations. I guarantee you that. Um, just don't no, Don't hold back. Just go forth into the world and shoot shotguns of Lit Gaming Arena confetti uh, everywhere. Just sh- share the love uh the holiday zookas shoot shoot the holiday That's- holiday wait, no wait the cheer what it
1: the cheer yeah it's the Zooka
0: the zuka of of holiday cheer from licking arena <laughs> share the show with everybody you know uh it, we're looking for more for for more listeners we're always on the prowl for more listeners uh if you I aren't
1: promise you if you didn't listen to any other episode listen to that
0: game of the year one yeah seriously like just just if you're listening to this and you didn't listen to any other episode and you don't like and and maybe you don't plan on listening to another just give the game of the year one a chance uh, the Lit gaming awards uh a chance because that is like that's going to that's going to be the best it's like the the game of the year show is always my favorite it's 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 the best one <laughs> so that's what we're going to be doing so If you aren't already following us on our social media, you can do so. Just search for Lake Gaming Arena on either Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can go to our website, lga.gg, and you can join our Gilded server at chat.lga.gg. If you don't know what Gilded is, it's like Discord, but better. It's really cool. Just give it a shot. It's a new platform. Uh, it has a ton of potential. That's why we are jumping on the bandwagon early, so that, we, so either either it does the best, and we can say we told you so, or it fails, and then we are like, okay, well, <laughs> we tried. Um, but that's that's where we're at. It's the uh, it's the only platform that had verified us. So how about that? It, we're we you, you know you you chasing those blue check marks on Twitter and Facebook? Guess what? We got check mark. On gilded so that makes us important <laughs> important so uh, go check us out on gilded hang out with us you can chat there talk about video games all that fun stuff and if you want to email us you can email us at social at Lga.gg you can send in uh, messages uh, whatever you want questions comments concerns send it all in uh, we will read it on the show or even if you want to you can send voice clips audio clips uh, we'll take whatever we'll we'll take anything uh, last week we had our our uh, our two year anniversary show. And we had some, some messages people sent in over uh, to congratulate us on two years. So that's awesome. If you want to send in stuff, please do not hesitate. Open up that email, type in social at LGA.gg and send us an email. I will love you. If you do that, we love getting emails. We love all our fans. We love hearing from you so please don't don't feel don't feel the, 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 like you're 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 imposing on us if you send us an email no that's 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 the opposite we would love emails and that's gonna that's gonna do it so uh we're gonna end it here and we'll we'll jump into our next uh, uh, uh episode that we record since we record two episodes each recording session um so smoke them if you got them peace